Hey everybody, Jesse here to tell you that this episode of Heinous Investigations is brought to you by Soundbooth Theater, the producers of some of the best game-lit, fantasy, and sci-fi audiobooks available on Audible. Now they have even more great content on their website and app, available for both iOS and Android. Visit soundbooththeater.com to find free audio serials with full casts, sound effects, and music that turn novels into fully immersive cinematic experiences, like Kaiju Battlefield Surgeon, written by Matt Dinneman, the author of the lit RPG smash hit Dungeon Crawler Carl, or Earth Force by Shemer Kuznets, the author of the best-selling Life Reset series. If you want some of their paid content, we have a special treat just for listeners of this podcast. Use the code HEINOUS25 to get 25% off your first purchase on soundbooththeater.com. Thank you for listening. And now, back to HEINOUS Investigations. I am telling you, the quarry in the Midwest is available enough. But there's not much of a challenge anymore. They just don't run like they used to. Not as resourceful, either. I blame it on the declining quality of their environment. But I guess that just means I'll have to look harder if I want to get back into the real thrill of the game. I think I might be able to help with that. And who are you? Delia Smith, friend of the host. Been coming to these little business get-togethers since I could walk. I have a proposition that I think might be of interest to you, Mr... Uh, what is it you're going by now? White, was it? You know me. Know you? I'm a huge fan of your work. Have been for a while now. I was actually hoping to find you here. Well, it's always nice to meet a fan. Why, thank you. May I ask, what kind of proposition you had in mind? One that'll get you that challenge you're looking for. And what would it mean for you? I know my way around these parties, too. You wouldn't be making an offer if it didn't give you some kind of payoff. Let's just say the quarry I found for you hasn't exactly been beneficial with my most recent business venture. But hopefully they would make an interesting afternoon for you. Really? How? I'll let you know once you agree to my terms. But trust me, they'll impress you. So, I'm assuming you'll pay your usual? Delia, I've got some serious bids from the guys in the next room. I know you're more into the experience than the financial gain here, but you might want to consider- Shut up, Nate. And call Cersei. Tell her to clear her schedule. Well, Mr. White, do we have a deal? Hainsbury. A small tourist town that plays host to not only a colorful cast of locals, but also a whole mess of supernatural problems. And it's our job to deal with them. The problems mostly, but the locals? <laughs> they aren't perfect either. But today is different. Today, after three months of running around, chasing after the kinds of monsters I never thought existed, I get to decide whether or not I want to leave it all. Funny thing is, I, I didn't think it was going to be so... Complicated. 53 reported supernatural phenomena in three months and everyone taken care of. I'd call that an unqualified success. <laughs> yeah, in more ways than one. Ah, uh, you referring to the fact that when you all committed to building this business, you were less than qualified to handle Hainsbury's, let's call it a predicament. Yes, but at least now things are running smoothly. And I owe a good deal of that to you and Miriam. You two make a good team. Yeah.
I guess we do. But I think Briar would be just as good at running the place on her own. Should I take that to mean you've made a decision? No, um, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say... It's, it's just that... Uh, I'm gonna take the day to think it over. Alright, I'd say you deserve it. Oh, um, before I forget, this letter came in the mail for you. Borden Hill Correctional Facility. Huh. Isn't that where that friend of yours is incarcerated? The one you were trying to give legal counsel? Y yeah. Is everything alright? Uh... I don't know. Hey, Marty. Not to sound ungrateful or, or anything, but... I, uh... <clears throat> I think I'm gonna take a walk. It's fine. Carlton, if there's anything I could do about that letter, you know that I... Yeah, I know. Marty, thanks. You're welcome. I'll hear from you later. <clears throat> yeah, you, um... You got it. <sighs> hey, Pryor. Enjoying a day of not having to babysit. If by not having to babysit, you mean not getting to spend time with my daughter, then no, I'm not enjoying it. I mean, I'm happy Rachel's finally got a friend her own age, but did she really need to stay the weekend at his family's place? <sighs> okay, maybe I'd feel better if they weren't related to Frank, but I guess that's just my luck, isn't it? You more worried about what they could do to Rachel or what she could do to them? I'd call it a toss-up but I have no problem laying down the law to make sure neither one happens again. Oh, uh, you might want to stand back. I'm trying to get in some more target practice with the one-person arsenal. Ugh, I wanted a crossbow, not a rocket launcher. Heads up! Ah, uh, not again! Haven't you figured that thing out yet? I thought you were supposed to be the weapons expert! Stop complaining and run! Hmm. I thought the boom would have been bigger. That's your takeaway from this? Shake it off, boys. I won't let it happen again. At least as long as they don't give me a reason to. <laughs> With those two, I wouldn't hold your breath. <clears throat> um, you know, I think I'd really miss this if I... Oh, right. You're dealing with that today. Do me a favor. Whenever you make your big decision... Let me be the first to know. Um, okay. Thanks. I'd like to think that I'm the one around here who'd show you the most mercy when you tank your career. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? I'm not so sure anymore. Um, hey, I've gotta go. Got this thing I need to take care of. Oh, okay, sure. I'll see you later. Yeah. See you later. Hey, Frankenstein. You, uh, sane at the moment. I'm trying to find the, uh, kid. Hey. Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Carlton. Frankenstein got you playing lab assistant again, huh? Uh, yes, although I do wish you would stop calling it that. Hey, boss! A little birdie told me today marks the end of your three-month ultimatum. I'm just kidding. I've been marking off the day since the serendipitous yet heroic assembly of our team, mainly for the purposes of maintaining continuity. <laughs> I mean, where would I even keep a bird in here? Look, I'm figuring stuff out, that's all. It's not that big a deal. 
yeah, you're right, it's not a big deal. Just a decision that'll determine the trajectory of your entire life. Oh God, I just came in to talk to the kid, so if you'd let me, I- Nevertheless, I made you something I hope will make the choice a little easier. Hmm? Elliot, buddy, can you get that while I get the thing for Carlton? Uh, all right. Don't worry, Mr. Carlton. I promise to be with you in a moment. I don't know if I have a moment, kid. Yo! <laughs> Hello, Miss Liza. Hey, Elliot. You guys mind if I hang out here for a while? Oh, um, no, not at all. Um, why? Not that there has to be a reason. <laughs> if you really want to know, this is as far away as I can get from Ginny without leaving the house. What's your problem with Ginny? Not that I can't see the challenges of trying to be friends with a vampire, but... I don't have a problem with Ginny. I'm just trying to give her some space while she tries to get a date with Orville. Orville. As in the Orville that works with us. That Orville. Ginny, I heard your call for help. Actually, your thought for help would be more accurate. Uh... Oh, hello, Orville. I was hoping you'd come by to visit me in my boudoir. You were thinking that you were being attacked by a bat. Given the absurdity and extreme irony of the situation, and the fact that it's daytime, I had assumed that you were hallucinating. I came to check for a gas leak or to see if you've been hit in the head really, really hard. What are you wearing? Do you like it? It's chiffon. Red with black lace. If you don't like it, I could always take it off. Are you trying to do the sexy vampire seduction thing right now? Who? Me? Use my natural powers of vampiric persuasion on a friend? <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? Ugh, okay, maybe I am. Oh, what is wrong with me? I'm better than this. Yes, you are. Especially since we agreed to stay friends. Did we, though? Because it felt more like it was you forcing the issue and then dropping it really fast. Shh. Do you hear that? Oh, great. You're doing it again. Look, I like you, and I know you like me, so explain to me again why we can't... There's somebody outside. Wait, really? I can hear them thinking. What are they thinking? Nothing good. You haven't seen the way they've both been obsessing over each other for weeks? Hmm. Maybe I'm just in tune with that kind of thing. Huh. Maybe. Speaking of relationships, I think the kid may have something he's been meaning to talk to you about. Um, what? I know that is to say that I don't have anything to offer, um, at this time because, um, uh, Mr. Carlton needed to speak with me on an important matter. Yes, a very important matter, which will be taking all of my attention starting the moment he and I leave, which coincidentally is right now. Shall we, Mr. Carlton? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> nice talking to you, Liza. Uh, you too? Wait, you didn't take the thing! Frankenstein, whatever crackpot invention that could potentially kill me you've come up with, you can keep it. I am assuming that there is something troubling you. What was your first clue? I am also assuming that I should interpret that inquiry as sarcasm. <laughs> Correct. Well then, uh, what did you feel was so imperative to discuss with me? I, uh, was hoping you could take a look at this. 
A letter? Yeah, from a prison a good way off from here. My um, friend, Val, he, uh, um, he was locked up in there. Was? Yeah, was. He should have been there a lot longer, but he's not anymore. Actually, based on what the letter says, he's not anywhere anymore. You mean to say that he, um... No, no, he, he's gone missing. But in a lot of ways, that's even worse. You know, when you're dead, you're dead. It's a loss, but one that gives everybody else some kind of closure. Anything less than that gives you nothing solid to hold on to. That's why I wanted to show you the letter. I was hoping to get a second opinion, you know? Uh, find something that proves the letter was, I don't know, forged or something. But it wasn't forged, was it? What the hell kind of lawyer am I? What do you mean by that? I spent all my time busting my ass so I could get people like Val out of shit situations. But then I let myself get sidetracked by this freak show instead of following through. And now look at me. I can't even keep track of the one person who ever looked out for me. I'd like to think that we here in Hainsbury could look out for you. And it isn't as if your career relies upon the fate of one person. You said yourself only a moment ago that you wanted to provide legal aid to people. Plural. Well, maybe I've been lying to myself. And what about you? You're going to tell me you became a doctor out of some angelic urge to help all of humanity? Um, no. But it certainly wasn't for selfish reasons, either. Um, selfish reasons? Laying it on real thick with the righteous talk, aren't you, kid? No, um, uh, it was not my intention to call you. Oh, it's fine. At least I'm selfish enough to actually make a move on a girl I'm into. Now you wait just a moment. Sorry, kid, but I think I'm finally ready to make that decision. Alone, if it's all the same to you. But, Mr. Carlton, I firmly believe that if you would only consider... Mr. Carlton? Kid! Wait, is this a dart? What the f shit? We're being shot at! Ah, we need to get inside, now! Um, I would, but one small problem. I've been hit. Wait, 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 maybe I can still run for it! Nope. Oh god. Where the hell are these things coming from? I can find out, but you should go. And leave you all alone out here! I can handle myself if you haven't noticed. Now get inside and make sure nobody else gets hit. I'll take care of things out here. Okay. Hey, is everybody okay in here? Hello, Martin, Liza, anybody? Come on, Pryor, pick up. Oh, thank God, Pryor, it's dead in here. I think whoever's after us already broke in. Pryor? Pryor! I think you just missed her. Oh, double shit! D, I swear, whatever you're trying to pull. Uh, I swear I'm going to. Ooh, it sounds like you may be a little busy at the moment. Why don't we pick up this conversation later, okay? Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, not again! What makes knocking people out so appealing? Aren't there more original kidnapping methods? Oh, I don't know. It's a pretty reliable trope. Given the nature of our business, I'm sure our audience practically expects it. Frankenstein, what are you... Is there anybody else around here? Don't think so. But I also don't know where here is, so... What hit me? Same thing that hit me? 
and probably everybody else. I mean, if those darts could take down the fastest, slickest one of us- Don't. What? I was being logical. I thought you liked logic. You know what would be a really good use of logic right now? Making a call for help to get us out of here. Okay, okay, I've got it. Where do you think everyone else is? Don't know, but my phone's gone. Mine too. That's not good. No phone, no signs of civilization, and no other people in sight. But I doubt that we're alone. My guess is that whoever is behind this is after all of us. Must be a large forest, though. If we're nowhere close to each other. What do you think? I want to know why whoever this is would keep you and me together. If you're going to separate people, why not separate them? Mr. Carlton, I think I've been hit! I... um... I lost consciousness, didn't I? Yeah, but it's okay. You weren't the only one. Um, <laughs> Miss Liza, I... I uh... Hey, it's okay. Well, as okay as anything can be when you're stuck out in the middle of nowhere, but at least we have each other. Ah, yes. It is just the two of us. Alone. Together. Um, if you don't mind, please, I might need a moment. Oh, no, Elliot, wait! Are these handcuffs? Yeah. I would have told you sooner, but I didn't know you were going to try and walk off. Whoever did this to us has a sick sense of humor, huh? They most certainly do. What? <sighs> Not again. Where did Delia send us this time? Huh? Delia? Wait, was Delia the one who interrupted my talk with... Orville! Where's Orville? If I had to guess, probably somewhere else in this forest. Wherever that is. investigations. I am sure that you are wondering about your current situation, and I hope I can give you a worthy explanation. You can call me Mr. White. I'm what you might call an anthropoid game hunter, mainly because it sounds a lot more genteel than manhunter. Oh, you've gotta be kidding me. You're currently on the private island where I stay for the winter. Which Delia thought would be a good place for a game with some very interesting players. Hello again! I know it's been a while, but I wanted to get away from the small town haunting angle. You know, murder can get old real quick if you don't mix it up. So I told Mr. White here all about your experience with all kinds of weird, and it seemed to the two of us that you'd make for some good targets. Don't worry. I told Delia I was looking for a real challenge, so I kept her from completely splitting you up. You might have noticed by now that you're each handcuffed to another member of your group. Wait, handcuffed? <gasps> oh no. Hey, would you look at that? He's right! No, no, no! Best high-quality steel cuffs out there. Consider this an easy way to get some extra help when it comes to staying alive. Or consider it easy access to a human shield, whichever comes more naturally to you. Don't, Don't even think, think about, about it. it! Either way, Delia and I will be coming after you. 
Whoever survived for longest can try to make a case to go home free. But believe me when I tell you, that is your only way out. Especially since I already had Cersei put a magical barrier around this island. Uh, that is what you call it, Cersei? Magical barrier? Yeah, that about sums it up. Can I go now? I'm not used to being summoned for this long, and you are seriously exhausting. I mean, it is exhausting. Fine, sure, whatever, but you're still on the clock. Anyway, that's the deal. You're about to get hunted. Only possibility for escape is to not die. As a courtesy, we'll give you a five-minute head start. <laughs> okay, I know this looks bad, but the important thing is to stay calm. Run. I said stay calm, slow down, and stop pulling so hard. Ugh. This is bad. This is bad. I thought I had this job all figured out. Find a problem, solve the problem. Even if that problem involved a ghost or a vampire or something, it was fine. We'd work it out, but nobody ever mentioned that being handcuffed together and hunted could qualify as a problem. You know, you could easily just shrink your hand down and escape the cuffs. What? That is... Actually, not a bad idea. I know. Now, are you going to do it, or would you rather stay stuck together while we run for our lives? Because I'm pretty sure you won't be able to keep up. Well, that's a relief. How can you be so calm in a situation like this? Psh, I've dealt with way worse than this. Try having somebody after you in Brooklyn at 2 a.m. on a Friday night after half a bottle of bourbon. No, thank you. So, now that we're not cuffed together, we'd probably be better off splitting up. Are you insane? If we stay together, we could end up holding each other back. If we split up, maybe we can try to find a way out of here. Twice the chances to go home free. And all we have to do is abandon each other. Hey, we can meet up again if we need to. We're twins. We've got that twin sense thing. Twin sense thing? Really? You know what I mean. I also know that if we stay together, we can have each other's backs, and that we'd be much easier to target on our own. I feel like that's been made abundantly clear at this point. Hell, I bet if Frank were here, he'd be making some kind of weird speech about it. That's how obvious it is. You know, I read a story a lot like this once. So did I, and I already know what you're thinking. Psh, nobody ever knows what I'm thinking. You're thinking that we built some most dangerous game-type hunting traps so that our hunters become the prey, right? Okay, maybe this one time somebody knew what I was thinking. And that somebody can tell you it won't work. Why not? Because, unlike whatever goes on in that twisted brain of yours, this is real. We need to come up with real solutions to our problem, not something one of us read in a made-up story! Ugh, I bet Pryor doesn't have to put up with this level of crazy. I just don't get it. Orville likes me. I like him. It shouldn't be that hard. But then I'm not sure I can commit to a relationship with somebody who keeps saying there's no way to make it work. I mean, who does that? And then there's the whole issue of him not being that expressive or verbal, but that's kind of why I like him, you know? Because he's not like some guy who ignores you for any shallow, stupid reason. 
He ignores you because that's how he treats everybody. And there's something so attractive about somebody who doesn't change for anybody. But then, does that mean that if we were together, he wouldn't be able to change for me? I mean, I love how he's so mysterious and aloof, but he's afraid to open up even a little because he thinks he'll end up causing widespread destruction or something. But I don't think so. I Ginny, you know the best way not to draw attention to yourself in the middle of a manhunt? Being quiet. Oh, was I really talking that much? I didn't notice. But out of curiosity, do you think I have a point? No offense, but I've been a little more preoccupied trying to make us some protection. Oh, was I distracting you? <laughs> Are you kidding? In the time you spent talking, I was able to make a trapping pit and a couple of decent snares. It was hard to get them together without any tools, but I think they'll work. One of those jerks tries to get near us and they're in for a surprise. Whoever doesn't think this is a situation that requires at least a few decent traps needs to get their head out of their ass. Wow, that is so impressive. You know, of all the people I could have gotten handcuffed to right now, I'm happy I got you. You are so smart and resourceful. And sure, having vampire powers is great, but there's no way they would have ever helped me make something like this. Shh. Footsteps. Somebody's coming. We need to hide. Quietly. Got it? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move. I swear they're around here somewhere. Ooh, this is fun! I gotta admit, I never really understood the whole appeal of this hunting thing before, but damn do I get it now! Shh! Well, if they are close by... You'd be wise to keep quiet. Don't want to scare them off. Or worse, give them a reason to fight back. I'd like to see them try. Come on, who's hiding out here? Is it you, Carlton? I know you must be dying to get back at me for this. Hello? Hey, Jenny, see that rock next to you? Mm-hmm. Think you can throw it into that bush over there? We can settle this once and for. <laughs> gotcha. Delia, don't worry, I'll. Oh, what the hell? We're the ones who are supposed to be hunting you, you sneaky little. <sighs> Nate, I need you to come get me out of this pit. Okay, D. How soon do you need me to. Now! <laughs> now this is an interesting game. Well played with the traps, whoever you are. Delia promised me a challenge, and you do not disappoint. But don't think you'll get off so easily again. Oh, I'm counting on it. You can call off your brother, Delia. I'll be down in a second. Now I can help you out. Well, hurry up. It's disgusting down here. Do you think we can make a break for it while they're busy? <laughs> now you're getting it. Let's go. Elliot, we've got to think of a way to get out of here. Or find Miriam and Carlton and the others, or at least break out of these handcuffs. The point is, we can't keep running forever. <laughs> Elliot? <laughs> oh no. Uh, wait. What are you saying? In... Inhale... Inhale what? 
Wait, no, inhale her. Oh my god, inhaler. You have an inhaler. Where is oh okay, got it. Thank you. I'm confused. I thought you were supposed to be able to use your angel powers to recover from stuff like this. Minor injuries and temporary illnesses, yes. Chronic, potentially deleterious conditions, no. Requires too much effort. Miss Liza, I'm not certain that we can carry on like this. That's what I've been saying. If we could just take a beat and come up with some kind of- Oh, no, you don't understand. I- well, I don't believe that it is a secret that I am not exactly the best companion to have in this sort of situation. I disapprove of violence, I can barely run without suffering from respiratory dysfunction, and, well, half the time that I speak with you, I fail to carry out an actual conversation, much less a productive one. Are you saying you think you're going to slow me down? Actually, I'm worried that I've been slowing you down for quite some time now. Elliot, that's... Well, look what we have here. Say, what did I tell you? Barely out of those traps and already back on the trail. It seems that we have luck on our side. Look, I really don't want to hurt you. <gasps> hey! Damn, I missed. Okay, maybe I really do want to hurt you. Uh, that was, um, supposed to make you gag. Guess it's hard to come up with anything toxic when you're being shot at, huh? Speaking of which... Run. <laughs> Miss Liza! <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna lose them. Ow! Ah, oof. <laughs> uh, Don, out of bullets. Gonna have to reload. I'm not out. Elliot? Oh crap, not again. <laughs> Right upside the head. Bet you weren't expecting that one. Oh, and look, she dropped her weapon. It'd be a shame to waste that kind of firepower. Think she'd mind if I borrowed it? I admire your enthusiasm, who, whatever you are. But you'd best not forget who's being hunted. You- Ah, my shoulder! <sighs> I hate it when these idiots get chatty, don't you, Liza? You're gonna have to pay for that. You just wait. Yeah, I'll be sure to do that. Do I need to take a number, or will you make a reservation when you're ready to take your pathetic attempt at revenge? If you're gonna kill him, I wanna do it first. We've gotta go now. Oh, but I was just getting started. Uh, Alright, but I'm taking the gun. Thanks for the quality confrontation, you two. Hope we can do it again sometime. Okay, I think we lost them. <laughs> Out of ammunition. But I suppose it's not a total waste. Could still deal some decent blunt force trauma in a pinch. Hey, um, thanks, I guess, for saving my life back there. I didn't do it to save you. I did it to save me the trouble of dragging your corpse through several square miles of forest. Uh, sure. But thanks, anyways. So, now that we're safe, at least for now, do you think you could get back to being Elliot? Whom? Let me think about that, no. Really? You're not even going to pretend to think about it? Don't need to. I've already thought about it plenty. Or more accurately, Ptolemy did. The doctor part. He, meaning me, firmly thinks you'd be better off with a demon than a pathetic mess of a person. 
You may think I'd be concerned about that logic, but I'm not the personality with the self-esteem issues, so... You'd be better off getting used to me sticking around. It doesn't seem like we're being followed at the moment. They must be after someone else. Not that much better than if they were to come after us, but... Are you alright? Fine. Why? Well, considering those are the first words you've spoken since we started running, I assume you have something very pressing on your mind. I find the silence strange, even for you. <sighs> I, uh, may have left things in a weird place with somebody back at home before we ended up here. But it's okay now, because I can focus on keeping us alive instead. That's a much bigger priority. Don't you think that ignoring your feelings in favor of survival is a bad idea? No. Why? Well, for starters, survival instinct tends to be more grounded in emotion than anything else. The issue of fight, flight, freeze, and so on makes much more sense when you consider the basic feelings behind- I have an idea for how we can get out of here. You do? Yes. I can levitate us both over the island and Cersei's barrier. Then we can find a way to rescue everybody else and deal with Delia and White. Easy solution. Well, while I can't say that I'm thrilled with your logic, we don't have many other options at the moment. If you think it will work, I'm willing to give it a go. Okay, hold on. Hey, there's two of them up there! Can you still shoot with that shoulder? Watch me. I think I might have discovered a major flaw in your plan. Get us down from here! Got it. Shut up, Frankenstein. Hold on. Gunshots. They gotta be close. Then we don't have a moment to lose. Let's strategize how to fight back. Okay, we're in the woods. I can work with that. Hmm, I'm gonna need a bunch of big rocks, some vines, a select amount of conveniently combustible minerals, and a log. Wait, conveniently combustible? What the hell are you talking about? I'm gonna make you a cannon to fight off the bad guys! Oh, it would probably be to our advantage if the log was comically cannon-shaped. I bet we could swing that with a variation of trees around here. I told you, enough with that fictional crap! We are in a serious situation! Do you not understand that? If we're going to get out of this, we need to be practical. Grab something heavy, stay alert, try to find an escape route, and if they get close, then we fight back. And not with improvised weapons straight out of a cartoon! And why make me a cannon anyway? If you want to do something off the wall nutty, why not at least do it yourself? Oh, that'd never work. I'm not the leader here. I'm just the gadgets guy. Hey, I didn't ask to be a leader, remember? But you are now! Classic refusal of the call scenario! Stop doing that! Doing what? Making me out to be some kind of hero! But you are! You got heinous investigations this far! Okay, Miriam did a lot of the work, but still! This is when the stakes start getting higher and you're the one who can step up and save the day! I swear, Frankenstein, hero is the last thing I want to be called right now. Now let's keep moving. Frank. What? My name is Frank. Not Frankenstein. I don't think in the entire time since we met you've ever called me by my real name. I... I thought you liked being called Frankenstein. Oh, I do. It's awesome, but even my friends will call me Frank sometimes. Oh. Okay, so what? Since I don't call you by your real name, I'm not your friend? No, but it makes me think you don't really respect me. That's ridiculous. I respect you. You actively avoid talking to me, you openly hate the names I come up with for my inventions, and you don't seem to trust me to do anything without screwing up. 
Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not the only one who everybody. I get it. I'm not the easiest person to spend time with, but I like who I am. And it'd be nice to think I wasn't the only one. So I'm not going anywhere until you call me by my real name. Franklin Nikolai Epstein, the third, the third. Are you saying there's three of you? There are two other Franklin Nikolai Epsteins. There's only one me. This is insane. We have a psychotic manhunter after us, and that Mr. White guy. You can't sit there forever. We'll be dead meat. Well, I guess that's your problem. You're acting like a kid. No, you are a kid. A 20-something-year-old kid. And I'm not going to lose a battle of wills to a kid. So go ahead. Don't move. I'll drag you out of here. Hey, if we're gonna get through this together, I might as well be honest with you. What you did to keep White from shooting, you weren't trying to... You know... Yes, yes, I know. You other investigators have a bug up your collective arse about killing unless old Johnny Villainous is about to do something especially deadly. But you know what? I'd say pointing a gun at my head with the intent to blow my brains out qualifies. There might have been another way! Ugh, you sound like the doctor. I may not be as noble as the rest of you, but at least I can admit when the foul move I made was the right one. Okay, so what do you want me to say then? Nice shot, Sai? You really nailed the son of a bitch? No, because I didn't. He wasn't very dead when we left him, was he? You really aren't anything like Elliot. Uh, yourself. Uh, your other self, are you? <gasps> what was your first clue? Well, for one thing, you don't look alike. I mean, obviously, you've got the different hair and eyes and a serious height disparity going on, but... What? Well, I'm 100% sure Elliot would never go for the old-timey gangster look. What's up with that, anyway? I thought leather was more of a demon aesthetic thing. Leather? No way. Hate this stuff. Incredibly restricting. If I'm going to commit unspeakable acts of terror, I'm going to do it with mobility. I don't get it. How can you be so casual about stuff like that when you're... What an Elliot's so good. <laughs> Please, what you think is good, I'll consider to be acquiring empathy at the expense of a real personality. I mean, spending all my time doing research, practicing medicine and reading for fun. I'd call that a dismal existence. I wouldn't. Oh, I get it. You're hot for the doctor. What? No, we're friends. Just friends. Looks like moral ambiguity isn't the only thing you lie to yourself about. Just know, if you ever want to act on those nolly thoughts you're having, I will gladly take you up on it. Ugh, you... I would never. You know what? You can say whatever you want because I know Elliot is in there somewhere. So deep down, you have to be at least a little nice. I'm not nice. Oh yeah? Then why do you bother to work for heinous investigations helping people? In all this time, I don't think I've seen you hurt a single innocent person. <gasps> I'm not nice. <clears throat> well, I am nice. But you deserve that. Oh, all right. 
right, Frankenstein? I know this isn't just about me being nice to you. God, you're heavier than you look. Ugh. If this is about me not buying into your crazy delusion that we're being spied on by some big scary audience, I'm sorry, but I'm really not in the mood to deal with any misguided interpretations of reality. In fact, considering how this insane job has kept me from actually helping people, I'd say I've earned it. What are you talking about? You've helped tons of people since you came to Hainesbury. More than you would have if you'd just been another boring lawyer. <laughs> no. <laughs> you see, that's where you're wrong. Because at least when I was just another boring lawyer, things made sense. I had a plan to make a real difference. Until... Until I got pulled into your little fantasy world. I don't know. It seemed like you were starting to like it before today. Finally! I was hoping to find you here, Carlton. Surprised you haven't lost the loon yet. Maybe I can help with that. I thought I told you to stay alert! Well, I wasn't. I was too busy being mad at you. Ooh, I have been looking forward to this! Let's go get him! Move. What? Move! <laughs> ha! Try to keep up, White. This game just got a lot more exciting. Hello, fellow investigators. Have questions for us about the podcast? Feel free to follow us on Instagram at wildly underscore productions, Twitter at wildly product one, TikTok at wildly underscore productions, Tumblr at wildly productions, and Facebook at wildly productions. And shoot us a message on our latest post. Or subscribe to Wildly Productions on YouTube and comment on our latest episode. And most importantly, don't forget to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash wildlypods for all kinds of fun bonus content and the chance to help us keep this podcast train rolling. Happy investigating! Heinous Investigations was created, written, and directed by Jessica Castro, featuring the voices of David Manuelli, Elena Garcia, Bryce Riffle, Tuan Wen, D.G. Holstein, A.J. Somerville, Naomi Park, Maria Elizabeth Burns, Jamie Forney, Emily Folger, and Jessica Castro. Sound design, editing, and mixing by Finn Nilsson and Owen Thornton. Heinous Investigation spooky theme song written and arranged by Jordan Castro, with instrumentals by Lucas Urbina. Promotional media editing by Tom Velik.